welcome back to Bubbles and Banter. It is officially 2020, and this is the first episode I'm actually recording of the new decade and the new year. And I'm really excited. I have a guest on today's episode, and I'm re-recording this intro because I'm kind of a one-man show at the moment, and I didn't realize that um, this had actually stopped recording for about 10 minutes of Brianna and I talking at the beginning of this episode. So I kind of wanted to refilm the intro and give her a proper introduction because unfortunately, I think the file got deleted or it just didn't record altogether. So nonetheless, today's guest is a good friend of mine, Brianna Bach. She writes the blog and she's the face behind um, the social media personality coming in clutch. Her stuff's absolutely adorable. Um, She has really good style. She creates fun and colorful content and highlights her effortless knack for mixing prints, colors, and textures into unique outfits that everyone loves. We've actually been friends for a few years now. Um, We met on set of an H&M TV segment that we did. I think it was almost three years ago now. And We've become really good friends over the years, and she's actually a bridesmaid in my wedding this year. So I'm so excited that she came over to chat. Um, We decided to talk about all things fashion. Let's get started. So we recently ushered in a new decade, and with that comes a whole new wave of fashion. And while I think we should definitely talk about the year ahead in fashion, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't look back on the trends of the past decade, because there were a lot of them, good, bad, and ugly, And even though trends may come and go, all the pictures that you see of them are on the internet forever (laughs) for us to take in and consume (laughs) and talk about and dissect. So we thought we would talk about good trends, bad trends, and also maybe ones that are evolving over time. Mm -hmm. So maybe they started off a little bit questionable, but maybe they're heading on a good path. So Brianna and I thought we would start with the bad trends. And just get into the juicy stuff. (laughs) So we wanted to start off with wedge sneakers. And I never personally owned a wedge sneaker, so I'm going to let Brianna speak a little bit more to the wedge sneaker (laughs) world because she has more expertise. So I did own a couple. Um, To be honest, they were (laughs) never really worn much, though. I think I wore one of them more than the other, but... They're just, they're, they're not very versatile. So yes. you have to wear a specific outfit with it. And then you have to be going somewhere specific. That's, yes. And for the record, we actually recorded all this stuff before. <laughs> and I realized that my, um, my card was not recording any of us speaking. So we're, we're <laughs> recording this again. We actually had some really good insights on wedge sneakers. <laughs> but <laughs> to keep it short and sweet, yes, I've never owned a wedge sneaker Brianna had a few. I'm sure they looked very cute on you. Uh, Um, I was saying before, I feel like you would have to wear a wedge sneaker with like a leather pant or leather leggings or just a really fitted pant just mm -hmm. to like not highlight the wedge sneaker, but just to kind of compliment it. I don't know. I can't see with like a loose fitting jean. Well, the thing I was thinking about is a, a wedge sneaker is usually like almost a high top. That's true. So it will cut you off. So mm-hmm. unless you're like super tall, which I mean, I don't know too many. Neither of us are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. So <laughs> so it would just like cut us off. So That's I've, true. Plus they're like chunky on top of it. So yeah. 
don't know. They're and we were saying too, like, where do you wear them? Like you, you probably don't wear them to like a nice restaurant or like a steakhouse or no. an Italian dinner. No. And you probably, at least people I know did not wear them to work out at the gym. No, no, no. Go for a nice little <laughs> run or a jog. So they're kind Can of limiting. Like where do you wear them? I don't know. That's very puzzling to me. So the wedge sneaker, we're going to talk more about sneakers in the episode, but we we both think wedge sneakers are kind of like mm, no the go. sad spot of the sneaker world. Like <laughs> they've probably seen their day. There's some better sneakers that have evolved throughout the decade and where we are now. So thank you, wedge sneakers, for Goodbye. your time. But we've moved on to bigger and better sneakers. <laughs> oh um, keeping in the shoe world, Crocs were another topic that we wanted to talk about. And again, I did not own a pair of Crocs. Um, Brianna did, and she told me about her collection, and I'm very impressed. So, Brianna, take the floor with your Croc, with your Croc story. Oh, oh my goodness, yes. I, I had a love relationship with Crocs at one point in time. <laughs> not so much now. <laughs> but... When I was younger, I would have I would I was in my boy stage where I wore like these oversized basketball shorts and then a baggy graphic tee and then a baseball hat because I was lazy and didn't want to do my hair. And then I wore I these obnoxious <laughs> Crocs and they were my favorite were these bright yellow ones and it was just like they never went with anything, but I continued to wear them. <laughs> I mean, you're you're so good at styling things. I feel like you probably did make them look cute. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> it was it was bad. It was it was very bad. But I didn't venture into the accessories, though. I will say. So. I know we were talking about except we actually had a really good talk about the Croc accessories before the stopped recording and. Yeah, there were there were a lot of accessories to be had. Oh my gosh, they were like a collector's item. Well, it's like cool that you can like customize them, but I feel like they're they're already kind of ugly. So yeah, you're just just adding a bad thing worse. Yes, you're putting a band aid (laughs) on on. (laughs) Oh my god, a non fixable thing. (laughs) What I know, you said you had some other colors. So tell us your other colors. Oh yes, and then I had orange. Mm -hmm. Which love it again, obnoxious color, and then I had this awful tan khaki <laughs> color but it was like cool toned and I am very much more of a warm toned type person you are and it was just awful you have to have a neutral if you have the bold color crocs you have to have a neutral color uh, I, that's what I thought but I should have just stuck with the obnoxious <laughs> you could have gotten like a pink or a purple or oh my green. gosh we yes. were saying too how post Malone we think is collaborating with crocs or maybe he had a recent collaboration but as far as we know, it might not have been super successful. I I don't think it was. I think it was on the up for a little bit, but it kind of like evened out. There was a time, I feel like back in the day, there were like Crocs kiosks at the mall. Oh, yes. I remember that. And there were ton- every Croc you could imagine. There yes. was like a Croc to be had. It's like, in theory, it's so cool with all the colors. And th- I will say, they are very comfy. I'm sure. So- don't nurses wear them? Or maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. Maybe they do. I feel do. like I've seen a nurse wear Crocs. Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe I haven't paid that much attention. <laughs> My brother's girlfriend is a nurse. Or she's going, we'll she's confirm going with to her for a nurse. So <laughs> maybe I'll ask her. <laughs> but yeah, I've heard they're very comfortable. Uh, if they make them into a slide, yes. I think that would solve their problems. So. Yes, we were talking about that too. Slides are so comfortable. They're so easy. You just throw them on. 
you're good to go. Crocs, if you're listening, <laughs> make, a, make some slides. Yes. Yes. We might become customers. <laughs> Brianna will be a continuing yes. customer. I'll be a new customer. <laughs> some bright yellow slide yes. Crocs. Some orange, maybe some nude colors again. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> so leaving the shoe world behind, I thought I would talk about an accessory um, because as you guys know, I might know, I love jewelry. And who can forget the bubble necklaces of yore? From J. Crew. Yes. I think J. Crew was like the original maker of the bubble necklace. That's what's so surprising. So it's crazy. I mean, spoiler alert, <laughs> neither of us had bubble necklaces. I know. Right when I realized this was not recording, we both had the revelation that we've ne- neither of us have ever owned a bubble necklace. And we're both like J. Crew, like craze. Like, we're J. Crew fanatics. Not- <laughs> like, it's not happening. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I like, I was looking back, I'm like, did I own a bubble necklace? And I can confidently say that I did not. I think I wanted to own a bubble necklace, but by the time I like got around to like maybe wanting one, I'm like, this is too big of a thing. I'm going to be wasting my money. Every single person I know has a bubble necklace. The layered bubble necklace. I feel like it started off as just a simple bubble necklace. Then when the trend kind of to like, it started to grow and almost feed on itself. Then you were seeing double bubble necklaces, triple bubble necklaces. At least I was. Oh, my gosh. And it was too much. I do not remember that. I remember the actual bubble necklaces. But they, I just, I think they they were very overdone. They were, oh, my God. There were so many knockoffs. I remember, Mm -hmm. I don't know, that was like, I feel like looking back on the decade, and I know the bubble necklaces, they probably weren't super expensive. I remember, I think they became popular when I was in college. And I remember at the time thinking like, oh, that's pretty expensive for like a necklace. Like I don't have a job yet. I'm still in school. Oh, yes. Um, but for being like, you know, J. Crew's more affordable. I don't know. They just, that trend exploded like crazy. And it almost became like too much too quickly. I would agree. I feel like now that I'm sitting here thinking about this, I feel like I, I, if I had one, it was like the wedge sneaker where I just never wore <laughs> yeah. it. Like I had it and never wore it. So it, it lives in your closet. Yes. <laughs> I have quite a bit of that. I need to go declutter my Same closet. Here. <laughs> there were so many bubble necklaces. Like I feel like so many girls I knew. And at the time, again, like I feel like all the most stylish people had a bubble necklace. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, God, I want yes. one so badly. But I never got around to getting one. Oh my gosh. Do you remember Blair Edie? She used to be like the queen of them. Oh my God. I kind of, now that you're saying it, I do remember her sporting a bubble necklace or two. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot about that. Did she have like a yellow or red one? I think so. For some reason I'm like envisioning like a ketchup and mustard combination, (laughs) but I could be wrong because I used to love yellow and red. I still love yellow and red together. It's such a good. I actually have a blog post from way back in the day, like probably 2013 titled ketchup and mustard. Oh my God. I need to go dig that up. (laughs) And I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I do remember her wearing a bubble necklace now that you mentioned it. She, her, her style has evolved so much. So I feel like I'm, I'm almost positive. She, she sported the bubble necklace. That would make so much sense. And I feel like it probably looked so good on her. Oh, but the trend just like snowballed. And yeah, I remember seeing a lot of knockoffs. I even, if I remember correctly, I feel like J crew made a smaller version of their own bubble necklace. I Do feel like the, 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 the smaller one would be easier. More doable. Yes. Because the, the bubble necklaces were huge. Oh, gosh. They There's were like, like a statement piece. It was like a 
a bib almost. Yeah. It was like a huge, long bib. I know. I'm trying to think of how people even styled them because I feel like, I don't know, like, I don't remember being overly stylish in college. So I don't remember how people wore them. I feel like they, in theory, they would be really difficult to style, but I feel everybody wore them with everything. They were just everywhere. So what the heck happened? I I know. I I feel like that for me is one of the most memorable trends that got like too big way too quickly. Mm -hmm. And just because it was everywhere that you saw and it almost, I feel like it did stick around for a while, but it eventually just kind of immediately. Yes you know, past its time. Yes. And then you never saw them again. And I'm sure most girls who owned a bubble necklace probably like got rid of them. Oh, that'd be an interesting like, I know. question. Like, did you have the <laughs> bubble necklace? And if you did, do you still have it? Oh, we should do, I'm going to do an Instagram. Fo- we should, <laughs> we should fo- seek out our Instagram followers. Cause I'm very intrigued now. Bubble necklaces 101. A bubble necklace survey. <laughs> I, that is a good, remind me to do that. Cause that's a very good point. Oh I'm, my gosh. I'm intrigued. And I, I don't see the bubble necklace making a comeback. Mm-mm necessarily I, maybe it'll it'll evolve into a different I mean jewelry can be very trend, trendy too oh, so yeah. maybe we'll see a bubble variation but I don't think that particular style and how that necklace hung and how big it was I don't see it being brought back to life necessarily no I don't I don't either especially with necklaces I feel like right now it's very a lot of girls are gravitating towards more minimalistic That's necklace true. lines or if they're layering tiny, delicate necklaces. That's true. But I don't know. We shall see. Oh, bubble necklaces. Those were the days. <laughs> I always, when I think of like fashion around, that was around when I started blogging, I instantly think of the bubble necklace. Oh, I've never even thought about that. What did <laughs> I think of when I first started blogging? Ooh. I don't know. I have to think on that. I know. there. I mean, a decade's a long time. There were so many trends. It's crazy to think about. Oh, my gosh. There's so many. Another one, like, I don't know if I would categorize it as bad, um, but just speaking of bubble necklaces, um, and I, know, I never know if I'm saying this word right, chambray. I always called it chambray, <gasps> but everybody calls it chambray. So. Oh, my gosh. I AKA the denim shirt, if you guys aren't sure what that means. I, like, refuse to call it that. I, me neither. I just always called it, like, a denim shirt. Yes! <laughs> everybody would call it chambray, chambray, whatever shirt. I, yeah. Like, no, denim. Denim shirt. Denim Sorry. shirt. I, I love, I personally, I don't know if that was a bad trend. I really liked it, but I associate it with the bubble necklace era. Oh, that's interesting. I feel see, like it was on the tail end of the bubble necklace era, maybe. See, I still love denim shirts. Oh, me too. I still so, have mine in my closet. Oh, it's yes. awesome. Oh, I love them. Oh, I wore a lot of them too. So that's interesting. That I know. We never, we never ventured into the, the bubble necklace when we have so many I know. denim shirts. Like, I feel like most girls would probably say they still have their denim shirts in their closet because even though maybe it was a trend at the time, like I do remember when I started blogging, that was such a big style. Oh, yeah. I wore a lot of denim on denim. Oh, And that yes. was everywhere. Um, and I think I still, still to this day in 2020, I would probably do that too. So I don't necessarily think it was a bad trend, but I would say it was a, a really heightened trend at the time. No, that's no, that's interesting. I didn't think about that, but that's, that's very valid. A denim is timeless, so it yes. definitely will slow and steady once yes. with that one. But... Yeah, the denim shirt really wasn't that big. It was more 
chambray, chambray, yes. everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I just spilled a large glass of champagne all over my computer. We will be right back. <laughs> so the next bad trend that we want to talk about from the last decade is flower crowns or just festival style in general. What do you think about festival style? So <laughs> I think it's a huge rage. Like within the past four yeah. years. And I get it. I, 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 I can dig some of it, but I think it's just going overboard where people are just trying to be obnoxious to get noticed at with some of these styles in the festival realm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's it, it it can be done tastefully, but I think a lot of times it's not. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense cuz I feel like yeah, I feel like your timeline's pretty accurate like Coachella getting so big mm-hmm. and all these festivals like you almost now go to music festivals more for the fashion and all the other stuff rather than like a lot of people probably don't even know what band is playing. Yes, exactly. And you're almost like kind of peacocking, which we're going to talk about that with like another thing a little mm-hmm. bit later. But I do feel like festival style probably started out as something really awesome and innocent yes. and really cool. And like you could see so much, so much cool inspiration from pictures and now it's just so far gone. I was literally just about to say that because it's almost kind of like street style, but it's like merging with a different type of art, music. Mm-hmm. So it was cool in that element where it was like mixing two different arts. But I mean, people just got to take it too far and ruin it sometimes. I know. Like I, I, my, my dream back in the day, like right out of college was to always get a Coachella yes. one day. And now I'm like, oh gosh, I don't even know if I want to go anymore. <laughs> like it just seems so like, Stressful. so tre- the, the festival itself seems so trendy. Oh gosh. It's almost become like a mockery of itself or something. Mm-hmm. It's almost evolved where it's so crazy now and everybody's just trying to like get the same picture in front of like, is it like the, the Ferris wheel or whatever? Mm-hmm. Or like a little peace sign in front of like a palm tree. Like, <laughs> I just feel like everybody looks the same now at Coachella. Like, and oh, everybody's gosh. trying to like get attention or just have on the most like outlandish outfit. So yes. I feel like it started off as something really good. And now it's just kind of, kind of gone off the rails. Yeah, it's, it's a little too far, too far done. And even like flower crowns, I think I've seen some really gorgeous flower crowns. I feel like flower crowns are like the epitome of festival style. Mm -hmm. And I've seen some gorgeous ones, but you almost, they go hand in hand, festival style, festivals with a flower crown. Yes. I will say though, I think the only place I might actually really like flower crowns is weddings which I'm yes. sure you might I, see I don't know if you like that or not I, d- I love the look of that I do think a wet I think there's a time and a place for a flower crown I think that's a good point yes so I I think it can be done tastefully but for the most part yes it's maybe not, not at a music that. festival anymore yes. but yes a wedding or you know like an engagement picture, like a, yes. a birth announcement picture. Yeah. Gorgeous. Because it's, it's like something different in that space. Yes. Whereas maybe weddings, it's not super different, but it's a lot of people maybe wouldn't want to wear a flower crown. Yeah, it's more ethereal so it's yes. and feminine. And yes. So it's just, it's different. So I don't know. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think there's a time and a place for a flower crown. Yes. And maybe Coachella 
is, is not the place right yes, now. Maybe it's, it's <laughs> maybe someday again. It's moved on. <laughs> so moving on, this might be a polarizing one, but I feel like this has been a trend probably for the past maybe year or two. And that is tiny sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> we were dying laughing before recording this, talking about tiny sunglasses. Um, yeah, I, I can't say I've ever owned a pair of tiny sunglasses. Um, I can't say I probably ever will own a pair of tiny sunglasses. But again, I'm not judging them. I don't think I'm cool enough to wear a tiny sunglass. Oh my gosh, yes. Personally. So, well, I, we were saying that because I... I do love them because they are retro, mm-hmm. but it, it depends on what they are, and it depends on the the shape of your face. Honestly, yeah, that's that sounds true. a little harsh, but we're all it, our yeah. Own we all know our critic. best angles, yes. our best things, and yeah. Yes, but that Olivia <laughs> says they don't actually block <laughs> the UV rays. Yeah, I mean they don't serve. If you think about it, they don't serve a purpose. <laughs> They're just sitting at the bridge of your nose, not blocking out any sunlight. I mean, if you have eye problems, they're not going to shield your eyes in any way. Oh so. my gosh, that's so funny. They're more of like an accessory, yes. which is fine. But if you want to wear sunglasses, like you're going to need to swap those out for a standard yes. pair of sunglasses. Yes. I don't think you can wear both at the same time. No, no. I don't think no. you can have the little tiny ones. <laughs> Double sunglasses. On the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the kind that flip up from your glasses. Well, I used to have those. Did you? I always wanted a pair. Oh my gosh. Although they weren't like flipped up. It was like um, the ones where you can like take them off. Oh. It was like magnetic. Oh my God. <laughs> That's like the modern day equivalent of the flip ups. Oh my gosh. That's I amazing. I about that. I always fantasize about having a pair like that. Oh, they're, they're really not that Just cool. Just like a two in one pair. Oh. They're really not that cool. They, <laughs> I felt ridiculous. But I was blind, and I, I, I would wear them for soccer tournaments. Oh. Because I didn't want to wear those huge goggles. Oh, I remember the goggles. Yes. And so I just wore these, like, <laughs> glasses with the magnetic sunglass clip thing. That's incredible. Oh, my gosh. It was... Uh. I feel like I could see those making a comeback someday. Like... Yes, I can actually because it's very retro. Yeah, it's retro and it's kind of practical too if you think about it. Like if you think about it, yeah, it is. I don't know. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll we'll (laughs) we'll have our popcorn ready to see if that trend makes a comeback. Keep tabs. So we haven't really talked about fashion that was bad from the last decade, but something I feel somewhat strongly about, and I'm not categorizing all these pieces of fashion together, but a cold shoulder top. I have seen a cold shoulder top that just looks so complicated. I'm like, I know I would put my arm through the wrong hole. Oh, gosh. There are some that are very cute. Like, I've seen some very simple cold shoulder tops where just your shoulder's a little bit exposed. But there's some I've seen that have so many slits and holes and cuts. And they seem like they'd be very stressful to get off and on. I think that's where it comes back to, like, the designer of who created it. If you have, like, a Forever 21 top maybe Mm -hmm. it might not work as well or if you have maybe a Norsham one it might be a little more presentable I guess but yeah it's like the one shoulder looks nice the off the shoulder looks nice and then it's like the cold shoulder it's like oh I can figure (laughs) this out (laughs) I know like and I feel like with fashion it's almost like so many trends come and go it's almost like they're trying too hard to think of like okay what can we do next 
people love this and this, yes. so this is another Let's twist. cut out some fabric of this and charge even more. It's like it's like the when people do movies, like the first movie was so good, and then they do a second version, and then the third version is just like, oh my gosh, you need to stop. Like, they should have stopped it too, maybe one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's yes. very true, because I, I have so many one-shoulder tops that I love. I have some off-the-shoulder tops that I adore, but like some of the like recent, like, yeah, cold shoulder or like just missing parts of the top. It's, it almost got too much of a good thing. Yes. Yes. So I don't know. I, I feel like you're not seeing them as much anymore. I'd say mm-hmm. that was a big trend, maybe like 2018. Yeah. A little bit into 2019. But I, I definitely think we're just seeing more of a traditional top now. So it'll be interesting to see if the cold shoulder makes a comeback. Yeah. Over the decade. Yeah. I would agree. So... The next thing isn't necessarily like a particular piece of clothing or an accessory, but it's more of a concept or a color, and that is millennial pink. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about this again, too, before the episode, and do you think millennial pink's still a thing? I I feel like it kind of is. I feel like it kind of is, too. I think, especially with the blush, I feel blush is huge. Yes. I feel like that might carry on for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think it's definitely a generation thing, obviously. Exactly. So I think that only a specific age range of people will have it. Mm -hmm. Um, granted, I am, I am not a fan. I I know we're both, we both decided we're not big millennial pink people. I, I think the color itself is fine, but like, it's not a color I would wear Mm -hmm. or have in my wardrobe at the moment. Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't, I don't mind wearing pink, but I'm not, I'm not the pink person. Yeah. Brianna and I were talking too. Yeah. She's not a big pink wearer, mm-hmm. even though she rocks every other single color of the rainbow <laughs> flawlessly. Pink. <laughs> pink the X, the big no pink, pink. X. <laughs> I, me on the other hand, I love the color pink. I have a ton of pink in my closet, but I'm more of a saturated color person. So I love like vivid, bright, colorful That's shades. Muted, not so much. Like, I just feel like it blends in too much with my skin, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't work for me. I've seen it look gorgeous on other people, mm-hmm. but I don't know. There's just something about it. It does not work for me. I I just feel more confident when I have on like a saturated, bold color. Maybe it's the fact that it it's close to white. That's because true. A lot of people like white, mm-hmm. so maybe it's just like their way of implementing color into the yeah life. like a subtle little pop of color yeah, maybe i'm trying to th- what i feel like millennial pink really kind of gained a name for itself in the later 2010s yes. like maybe 2016 yes on mm-hmm. like i feel like um glossier is a super popular oh, yes brand and like i almost feel like they kind of u- ushered in this new name of millennial pink because a lot of their branding yeah their branding is is very simple and subtle mm-hmm. and almost like pure and natural and I feel like that's kind of almost the concept that girls who like millennial pink that's very try true. to live by that's you know true. and we're both very bold yeah we're like we're, we don't fall into that category <laughs> yes we're, we like the bold patterns I wear a lot of Kat Von D lipstick so yes. there's not a lot of oh. um simple subtle lip colors or makeup yes. <laughs> in my closet but mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I I think I don't think millennial pink is necessarily like on its way out I don't think you hear it talked about as much anymore no I almost think a lot of older people are like it's just pink people like it's just blush 
Yes. I don't know why we're calling like a general generational name onto it. That is weird. Why did, I guess I understand why, but it's a little, I don't know. Yeah. Blush. I, I do like the name blush better, but still don't like it. Yeah. Like I feel like <laughs> I've never seen like a color assigned to like a generation of people before. So it's kind yeah. of interesting. It is weird. So well, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see how millennial pink holds up in the new decade. Um, I think it's safe to say we won't be wearing the color, but <laughs> you never know. Things might change, but I, I don't I don't think either <laughs> of us are going to be sporting millennial pink anytime soon. Yeah. So moving on, before we get to the totally good trends of the past decade, we wanted to talk about some topics or some fashion items that are maybe evolving because obviously some trends were just plain bad, not good, but there are some things that maybe weren't great in the decade but maybe they had something good about them and maybe they're going to be good in the new decade or you can put a modern spin on them and make it into something stylish and timeless so the first topic we wanted to talk about is street style so street style has been around for a long time yeah what do you what are your thoughts on street style so personally I love street style I get a lot of inspiration from street style Mm -hmm. I think it's getting really cool and innovative now but again it's also like the festival wear or it's turning into like the festival wear where it's just getting overdone like for fashion weeks where people just want to be seen yes and it's like let's take it back to when when it originally started and mm-hmm. keep it at that because it's it's awesome as it was yeah and people just take it too far I would agree with that I especially I think because we're both in the blogging world now we're kind of we see a lot more into the fashion world mm-hmm. even if we're not actually in New York and at the shows every year but I feel like a lot of people are peacocking nowadays yes and I've even seen articles written about girls who go to fashion week just to peacock like a lot of them aren't even attending the shows now they dress in these crazy crazy get-ups just to get their picture taken so then maybe they can have like a street style picture that they can put on their instagram to yeah. look important and yep. to feel important yes so it's kind of yeah t- it's kind of taken on a life of its own and i don't think it's in a good way necessarily it's become an instagrammable moment and yes it, and, it, and it needs to not be that like, there was a photographer, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name, but he would take street-style pictures. I learned about him when I went to school, and he would take street-style pictures of people just randomly walking the streets of New York, and it was so cool to see what different people wore based on their lifestyle, and he would ask them, what, what, what do you do, what's your job, where are you going, and just listening to what their lifestyle was and pairing it with what they were wearing see I thought that was cool Mm -hmm. but when it's becoming like this Instagrammable moment for millions of likes it's just it it gets old and it's kind of lost its authenticity too just like I feel like social media is a double-edged sword it has a lot of good that comes out of it but yeah a lot of these people saw other street style people from the past and said oh I can do that or I want my picture taken so they come up with these crazy crazy outfits that are so unrealistic and that's what has always been nice about street style you do see stuff that's a little outlandish or over the top but you can kind of put your own interpretation on it and style it in your own way for how you you know have your daily style but I think it'll be interesting to see in the new decade 
how this all evolves because I think a lot of people have kind of grown tired of the peacocking. Mm -hmm. And I've even seen too, I think people are starting to dress a little bit more tame and neutral now and not over the top. I think a lot of these people who are just dressing so crazy are almost hurting themselves because they're trying to get attention. Oh, yes. Yes. I think if it, if it goes back to more how it originally started, I think street style is going to really thrive. Yeah, and I think it's such a good concept. I think it's such a good thing. So I'm excited to see where it goes in the new decade, and I don't think it's ever going to completely die. Oh, no. I think it's one of those things, like we said, is constantly evolving. Uh, yes, 100%. So... Denim is something, obviously, that will never go out of style. We all have denim in our closet. But the jean itself, we think, is something that is constantly evolving. Skinny jeans were probably the biggest jean style of the past decade. But Mm. now, I feel like in 2018, 2019, we saw a huge shift in the type of denim and the cuts that were being offered. Oh, yes. Like, I feel like um, flares are huge again now. Oh, that's I love flares. Flares are my go-to. You look all, you always look so cute uh, in flares. I love flares. Plus, flares, they're usually high-waisted, so they're just very flattering. So they cinch you up in the waist, and then they flare out, making like an A-line type That's deal. True. So it just they're very flattering, so I'm a big fan. And another thing, too, that I'd say maybe 2018 this started is the cropped flare. Yes. Um, I have a few cropped flare pants, and I Whoa. never, ever thought – I would like that pant on me. And I even, I remember showing my mom some pants that I thought of getting online. And she's like, I do not like those. I got them in the mail anyway. And she's like, those look so good on you. So I feel like cropped flares are a weirdly deceiving pant because they actually are very flattering despite how they sound. Oh, yes. So if you're thinking about trying them out, do it. (laughs) Get the cropped flare out, guys. You will not be disappointed. (laughs) I I think they look good on all different things body shapes because they kind of especially if you have the right shoe on like I love like ankle strap heels or I Mm -hmm. love you know loafers or whatever and I feel like if you do have a little exposed ankle and you do it the right way with your shoes I feel like it can look really chic oh 100% that's all I wear basically (laughs) I know I I you you rock them like you inspire me to try different denim styles because I'd say I still mostly wear skinny jeans. Um, I know my mom's asked me a lot, like, what are the latest, like, jean styles? Like, are skinny jeans still a thing? And even though they were super popular the past decade, I feel like it's a style that is flattering on pretty much everybody. Mm -hmm. And I feel like denim is such a personal thing. Oh, yes. Some of us love dark denim. Other people like light wash. And I, I feel like however denim best fits into your personal style, you can make it work for you and it flatters you and you know best what kind of denim works for you yes that's that's a, that's a cool thing exactly with denim is there's so much variety within that one piece of clothing mm-hmm. whether it's the shade the wash the style the cut there's so much there's there's room there's a style for everybody to find for their personal selves so that's very true so another thing that Brianna and I both are massive fans of um, is suiting. Mm. We both live for a good suit. I am obsessed with suits. I constantly am looking at suits to buy online, and I'm trying to hold myself back because they're so good. Oh. There's so many options. But it's kind of interesting. Um, suits, like, at the beginning of the decade were strictly for work. For work. Mm-hmm. People were like, I'm wearing my suit to work, and I can't wait to take this off come Friday. And – 
not think about it all weekend and it's totally evolved oh gosh yeah now now we want to wear suits for fun and suits are the statement and and you can also the other cool thing is you can style them down which was not a thing at the beginning of the decade it was only to dress up yeah and I feel like even like the offerings that are there like there's a lot of bold colors now and Mm -hmm. we both love color so yeah, I just, looking, like, back in the day, like, it was just a standard black suit, like a pantsuit. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I love wearing suits on the weekends. I love wearing suits for just any type of activity, whether I'm, like, I have a real estate appointment or I have a blogging event. Go I just, to. there's such a modern day, like, you almost feel confident and powerful in them, too. Oh, gosh, yes. yes. I, I just, yeah, we both love suits, and <laughs> we love blazers, and... Yeah, there's just so many ways that you can go with suiting. With separates, you know, you can mix and match. The options are limitless, so it's nice. Can't say enough things about it. So another thing that's kind of evolved over the past 10 years um, are boots. We've seen so many different boot styles. We've seen over the knee. We've seen kind of like the little cropped booties, like little ankle booties. Mm -hmm. We've seen knee-high boots, calf-high boots, everything. So what are your favorite type of boots to wear? Ooh, I love boots, period. So (laughs) I think my favorite, ooh, I think I'm like the ankle type, whether it's like the hiking boot Mm -hmm. or, um, ooh, the Western booty. I forgot about them. Those are cute. I'm a big fan of the Western booty. Um, not so much cowboy boots, but the Western mm-hmm. booty. So it's like a sleeker, yes, like slightly inspired Western flair. But more modern day. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Those, I think those might be my favorite, but can't go wrong with an over the knee or even a, a knee length. Knee length is coming back. I really like knee high. Um, I feel like over the knee boots got really big mm-hmm. in like 2015, 2016. Yes. And I feel like that's another trend that almost got like too big too quickly. Yes. It was such a new style for people because I feel like in our lifetime, I don't really remember be- over the knee boots being a big thing. Not mm-hmm. that we would have worn them when we were younger, but I feel like it was such a dramatic boot style that it almost, it made such a statement that it was so noticeable. Whereas in recent years, you, you're seeing more of the knee high boot or a, yes. a boot that hits below your knee, yes. which I think is more timeless and classic and maybe isn't as trendy as the over the knee boot. Yeah. Over the knee, I feel like is definitely more trendy, although it's still very well worn, mm-hmm. I will say. Yes. It's and they're different. comfortable, too. Yes. I mean, they're warm. Yeah. Yes. I, I used to wear my je- um, over-the-knee boots with jeans. I used to wear them with skirts. So mm-hmm. I feel like they're very versatile, and you can make a whole look around them, too, I which wore, I like. I just wore some last night. <laughs> I know, and I, I still have mine, too. I have a black pair. I think they're, like, suede, and I lived in them. Yes. And they're very flattering. Oh, 100%. And it's like you can wear them over jeans. Like you said, you can wear them over yeah. jeans. You can wear them under dresses. So there's there's a lot you can do with it. So they are still big, but it's like there's like a shift between yes. the lengths almost. Yeah, we're definitely seeing a length shift right now. I, I definitely – I still think the traditional booty – doesn't isn't slowing down at all everybody no. everybody I know has a booty I have a lot of booties in my closet oh gosh, yes. um 
But I think more and more people are venturing into the boots, whether, yeah, they're knee high over the knee. Um, I, I personally think the knee high are so flattering. Oh, yes. I've been wearing a lot of knee high. I bought snakeskin knee high boots earlier oh, this year. Oh, I saw those. Those and, were yes, so cool. I love them. And they're, they're actually really fun. And I feel like they're weirdly a neutral almost. Oh, 100%. They're black and white, aren't they? They are. Yeah. So that helps too. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are really cool. I remember seeing those on your post. Yeah. So I think boots are a good thing. I think it's been fun to see them evolve over the decade. I think I don't think they're going anywhere the next decade. I think they'll just be constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that we both like, and I think is still very popular, um, athleisure. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's yes. very comfortable, too. So I think we can all agree that athleisure is probably a good thing. I feel, yes. I feel like it was, in my opinion, the biggest trend of the decade and it is still continuing on. Yes, I would agree with like the wedge sneaker. Maybe that was at the beginning of the athleisure phase. <laughs> Got to try. We, yeah, we're testing the water, yes. seeing what worked and what didn't. Mm-hmm. But I do think seeing how it's evolved and there are whole brands and companies now that are athleisure brands that make millions and millions of dollars a year. Oh, God. I, I know I shop on a lot of like Carbon 38 and all these mm-hmm. other websites that make cute active wear. I never in a million years thought I'd be someone who shops at these places. And now I spend tons of money on them because these pieces are so versatile. I think it's just the fabric too. It's like it's comfortable. Everybody wants to wear comfy clothes. And if it looks chic and it's acceptable to wear out in public, I mean, why wouldn't you want to wear it? Right. And it's flattering too. I mean, I love that you can go from a workout class and if you have to run a few errands after... If you have the right athleisure on, you know, you can essentially wear these things all day long. It's like the effortless look. Like yes. You, just, you worked out and you tossed hair and time to go run some errands. And even, <laughs> exactly. And even like the shoe athleisure, shoes have changed so much too with the athleisure realm. Oh my gosh. We had like the wedge sneaker, the dad sneaker. Oh, Yes. I feel like what do you see now? I see a lot of slip-ons now. I love without any laces. Slides. Oh, I wear van slides all day, every day. They're so easy. They're so easy. And I yeah, I feel like um, a lot of these companies like Nike, Adidas, Reebok, they've kind of dipped their toes into like more of the fashion world. So a lot That's of these different sectors are almost coming together. Mm-hmm. You know, like Nike. I, I was on their website recently. And they have so many shoes that are, like, so stylish that I'm like, oh, I don't need to wear these to work out. Like, I could wear these just for, like, a leisurely weekend. It's it's a weird concept to think of it now where at the beginning of the decade, maybe you were like, I, I need new tennis shoes to work out. Right. Whereas now it's like, I need new tennis shoes to go do errands in. Exactly. It's, just, it's a weird concept, but it's a good one. It is. And I think everybody likes to be comfortable. I think we're all so busy now. That if we can wear something that is flattering on us and comfortable, it's a win-win. why not? It's a win-win, exactly. Yes. So now we want to get on to the good stuff of the decade. And we don't have a huge list for this because <laughs> I think there were a lot of questionable things that happened this past decade. But there were some good things. So we wanted to highlight those. And the first um, good trend to maybe come out of the decade was high-waisted bottoms. Yes. I have high-waisted pieces. Do you have high-waisted stuff too? Oh my God, I feel like I'm (laughs) strictly high-waisted. I know. It's like the higher the waisted, the better 
but my brother's always in my corner like uh could your pants be any higher and it's like they could be <laughs> yeah they could so, yeah like <laughs> they could be watch yes yeah, watch them get higher <laughs> i agree there's something speaking of athleisure again they're they're comfortable and they're flattering oh my gosh i'm like if i ate too much i can just Pull Zip my pants up. up a little higher and forget yep. that that happened. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a little elimination. <laughs> exactly. And I, I feel like they're flattering, too. I mean, they're making all types of cuts, whether it's a high-waisted skirt or shorts or jeans again mm-hmm. with a flared bottom or a skinny bottom. Like, there's something for everybody. It almost makes you think, like, why were the low – is it low-rise? I can't even remember. Like, back when the yeah. friends, the 90s, when oh, Rachel God. would wear the yeah. low hip huggers. Oh, that's my worst nightmare. I know. It, it just – it makes me think, like, why? Oh. Why was that a thing? That's, I mean – That's terrifying to think about. Like, Jennifer Aniston can wear anything. But yes. It's just – but we're all not at Jennifer Aniston, unfortunately. <laughs> on her level. I'm trying to picture myself wearing something low rise right now, and it's truly terrifying yes, to think about. It's like, oh gosh, no. Oh, wow. The muffin top, no. That's a thinker. Yes, I will stick to high waisted. I think in the I think in the next decade, we can all agree that high waisted is a good yes. thing. Yes. Stamp of approval. Oh for my everyone. gosh. Yeah, because low waisted was so popular and I'd say before the 2010s, it was all low-waisted or oh. low, r- low-rise. I don't even know how to what that's to call it. That's what I was it. saying. I was like, what do you call them? I don't even what? remember. Low-rise? I want to – I think – I think <laughs> – Oh, my God. <laughs> Phone a friend. <laughs> Yikes. That's how far away the early 2000s were. That's scary. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like that's all we saw back in the day. Uh, seriously. It's oh, like, there was no high-waisted anything, was there? No, and I feel like if you did see something high-waisted, it was, like, considered weird. I think you're right. So whoever like brought that style back, thank you very much. I think yes. we're all grateful to oh. you. <laughs> yes. I know I will not be getting rid of any of my high-waisted stuff anytime soon. No. And I will surely not be buying anything low-rise. No. I wonder <laughs> if a new trend would be like super high-waisted, like above like, oh. the bra line. Almost I wonder, like a corset. Yeah. I wonder if that would be a new trend. I could totally see that. I mean, because... Spanks are so popular. Skims mm. like Kim Kardashian's new yes. shapewear. So I think you're onto something. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Maybe you should get on on that market. Ooh, ooh. I I would be a customer because <laughs> I need all I can to suck me in in that midsection. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's terrifying. Just need to a think manufacturer about. for that. <laughs> get on. That. Yes, you should. I would. I would be a happy paying customer. Oh my goodness. So another thing that maybe was. I don't know. People might have mixed reactions on this, but maybe more good to come out of the decade. Um, the rock stud shoes. Yes, I think hmm. it's iffy. It's definitely iffy. I think those are ones to almost invest in because mm-hmm. I think it can go very eighties really quick if you yes. if you cheapen it. So. I mean, nothing that there's wrong with the 80s. I just watched a Project <laughs> Runway episode, and it was based on the 80s, and Cindy Lauper came in. Oh, nice. I haven't to, seen the new season yet. Oh, you have to watch it. But um, So, yeah, the 80s style is cool, but it, it can get pretty cheap and trashy almost mm-hmm. really quick. So I think it just depends. Yeah, I feel like there were so many rock studs again that was another shoe that was so popular when I started blogging Mm -hmm. and I think there were good variations of it and bad like I think speaking of like cheapening it I think the colored like patent leather yes maybe maybe had a shorter shelf life 
Whereas if you got maybe like a matte or like a more neutral color. And I love color, but I, I think rock studs were just everywhere. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So I think not just speaking of rock studs, but just any very expensive item that you buy, whether it's a designer handbag or shoes or whatever, I think just buy it keeping in mind, well, I want to wear this a decade from now. Yeah, that's interesting. It was it was on a lot of accessories. I mean, it was on a couple jackets too, but it was like almost strictly accessories. Am I wrong? I I'm trying to remember now. No, I think I think shoes were like the big popular, I, and I feel like there were some handbags oh, too. Oh, scratch that! I had a belt. Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> I had a studded belt. It was a Vince Camuto studded belt. I wore the poop out of it and like to the point where my mom bought me a new belt (laughs) because she hated seeing me oh my god it was so worn in and you could visibly see (laughs) the worn in on it that's amazing uh yeah I guess that is a a love It, it it depends it depends on on how it's worn who's making it and I think I think if you like hardware which I feel like a lot of hardware or minimal hardware is a personal preference. Yeah, I feel like if you are going to go the hardware route, you want it to be maybe more designer or nicer because the hardware is going to look better and it's going to hold up better too. Yes, that's totally valid. Another thing, speaking of rock studs and maybe things that are more embellished, I know I personally love um, minimal handbags. And I feel like that's something I've bought more in recent years is maybe pieces with less hardware. So again, I know that's a very polarizing topic. Some people love a lot of stuff going on. Some people like simplistic. So mm-hmm. I found a lot of bags I bought recently. They still have the hardware, but it's maybe a simple skinny metal bar. Yeah. Or just something, a simple zipper. Yeah, I think with the handbags, it's definitely gone a more minimal route with the hardware. It's like focusing more on the the fabric of it. Or yes. the, if you're going to add a pattern like that might be a bit obnoxious to add more hardware to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then also it, I feel like it's not so marketable to people to have a bunch of things on a, on a bag because if they want to venture out into their clothing and have mm-hmm. something fun with their clothing, it's a little harder to style with. That's true. So, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's personal preference. Um, again, if you're investing in a good handbag, I don't think you can go wrong. Yes. Yeah. It'll come again, especially a simple one. I think it'll go with any outfit you wear and it'll be around forever. And it's a great investment piece. Especially if, yeah, if you, if you invest in one that is simple Mm -hmm. and will stand the test of time, it really will like hold up with the, the fabric that it has. So that is very true. Well, moving on, we both agree that a good jumpsuit can do no wrong. Mm hmm. I don't. I don't think I see jumpsuits going any, you know, anywhere anytime soon. I would agree. I am a big, big, big jumpsuit fan, mainly because it it, it takes the work out of styling. Yes. I mean that can that can be good and bad, but if you're lazy and running out the door and you want to look awesome, yes, <laughs> it's just easy to just throw on a jumpsuit and some shoes and roll out the door. Exactly. It's so easy. And I almost feel like when jumpsuits first started making a comeback, they almost did have a retro feel to them. But now when I think of jumpsuits, they feel so modern. Yes. So it's almost, I don't know if the way they're constructing them now 
they've been done so well that they don't have that old school feel to them anymore. Yeah, there's so many different styles with it too, whether it's more like the jogger style pants or the if it they do want to go more retro, there's the flare, but there it's there's so many different styles you can go with the jumpsuit. Yes. So that's very true. So last but not least, one of the good trends to come out of the decade, Brianna and I both agree on, um, are coordinating sets. Yes. We love a good coordinating set. <laughs> I mean, I actually, I think the first time I bought a matching set, I was in New York City, like a year out of college, and I went to this really cute boutique. I think it's called Olive and Betty's, and the store was just like Mecca for like a young girl just out of college. Oh my gosh. And they had the cutest matching set. It was like blue and like navy pinstriped. Ooh. Kind of like a scalloped crop top and then a matching skirt. That's so cute. And I bought it and it was amazing. I wore it on rotation constantly. Oh my gosh. And it was so much fun. And I you can mix and match it. I would wear the skirt sometimes with something. I'd wear the top with jeans, whatever. Yeah, I think sometimes people may go into the idea of a, a set as it strictly being a set you can't wear with anything else. Yeah. And may stray away from that because it, in theory, doesn't sound so versatile. But really it is because you can take it apart and pair it with the rest of your wardrobe. Exactly. So. Do, you, do you have matching sets? I'm, oh I would assume you probably have a good amount. I have so many. It's It's like equally as many matching sets as I do jumpsuits it's like my go-to's I love that what do you have a favorite or a few favorite mm, I'm trying to think I keep thinking of like my suits as the matching oh sets. yeah I, I you know I won't judge that oh my gosh I don't I don't know if I have a favorite to be honest I think I have a favorite jumpsuit, but I don't know if I have a favorite coordinating set. You love them all equally. I yes. totally understand. Yes. Well, I think we covered enough from the past decade, but now that we're in a new decade, it's time to talk about 2020 Ooh. and what's coming up this year. And yes. I think there's a lot of good things, maybe some questionable things, but we wanted to highlight some stuff that we saw that maybe is on people's radar, is on the magazine's radar, what we think about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of it's questionable, some of it's good. So let's get started. First up is the disco collar. All for it. I'm all for it too. I actually, as we're recording this, I'm wearing a disco collar. Yes. And I know we mentioned her earlier, but Blair Eady of the blog Atlantic Pacific, um, Brianna and I are both huge fans of her. Her style is impeccable. Definitely check her out if you haven't before. But she released a collection with Nordstrom. She's actually done a few collections with them. And I know we both oh. spent some good money on pieces oh. from the collection because it was so gorgeous. And I'm currently wearing a red and white polka dot top with a disco collar. And if you don't know what a disco collar is, it's kind of like that wide, like pointed, mm -hmm. kind of an oversized collar. Yes. And I, I, yeah, I personally like it. Did you bought some stuff with disco collars, right? Yes, I have that same shirt just in a different print. Love I have it. The, the pink, <gasps> the pink and colorful oh diamond print. Yes. yes, I regret not buying that one. Yes, so I'm all for it. Plus, it's got that '70s feel. I have a thing with the '70s that I just can't get enough of. So I'm all for this trend. Yeah, and I we were talking too. If if it seems like an intimidating shirt to wear, I mean, it's just basically your traditional blouse mm -hmm. but I think it looks best 
buttoned all the way up. Yes. So button that top button, which I know most of us don't always do. But I think it just makes it look more put together. And chic, yes. And yeah, it doesn't look as kind of maybe sloppy. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely think a buttoned up uh, disco collar is a good thing. So the next one on this, um, we, yeah, on this article that we're looking at that has all these upcoming fashion trends talks about crochet. What are your thoughts on crochet? I think it'd be done really well and I can think it can be done a little festival wear where there's not really much to it, (laughs) if you know what I mean. (laughs) Yes. But, um. (laughs) Some nip slips. (laughs) Yeah, but I think, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but there's a blogger, I guess she's not technically a blogger she's just an influencer slash content creator but Mallory on the moon came out with a new shop per se and she has like a not your grandmother's um crochet long duster cardigan and it looks like a blanket like it looks really cool and retro feeling but yet modern so I think there's a good way to do it and I think there's also an equally bad way to do it I would agree with that like I don't think I would personally ever wear like a crochet bikini top no no oh my gosh I'd probably get arrested for public <laughs> indecency but um I I love the crochet trend and I I think I personally love like colorful crochet yes I think colorful crochet is so chic. I My mom had so many crochet pieces when I was growing up. Oh, and there's something that does feel a little bit retro about it. Mm-hmm. But it just feels really fun and easygoing, too. Yes. Yes. So next up, um, again, this might be a little bit polarizing, but hot pants. Honestly, what I, are your, I, are I had to look pants? at the pictures to know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We were a bit like, I've definitely heard of hot pants, but like, I I used to think they were just like maybe colorful pants or like, statement making pants I guess there's a reason why we don't really uh, yeah understand clearly we don't wear a lot of hot pants no they they are for for those you don't know they're super duper short shorts almost but they're high-waisted so it's like um oh I'm blanking what are the summer shorts that are super short uh Daisy Dukes Dukes. yes so they're like equally as short but high-waisted yeah. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. I love shorts. I, I like live in tailored shorts, but the hot pant might be a tiny bit too short for me. I, I don't know. And they're tight. They're yeah. Tight. It's like a spandex almost. I kind of feel anxious like thinking about myself wearing a hot no, pant. Yes. It's too short. And I think if you did wear one, you'd have to offset it with like a loose oversized like button up shirt or something yeah there's... you can balance it but definitely don't wear like a skimpy little crop top it's so oh, gosh <laughs> I bet you that's gonna be all over Coachella oh yes mm. yikes that uh. would almost if you're sitting on the grass in a hot pant oh that would just that can't be comfortable you gotta have like a 24-hour wedgie right there <laughs> yeah like, it's just that's not... like a permanent wedgie <laughs> Yeah, I think Brianna and I are both in agreement. We probably, you will not see us in a hot pant this coming year, but. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're saving your eyes so you don't have to see us in a hot pant. Uh, moving on. Highlighter colors, neon colors. I feel like this was something that is not trendy for the new year. It's kind of been around. Yeah. So when they when we saw that, I was like, wasn't that, it was already a thing. So yeah. I don't know if it's just. I guess evolving it doesn't 
if, from this article, it doesn't so much seem like it because neon was just neon. It wasn't. Yeah. It, it didn't. It wasn't narrowed down to a specific silhouette or piece. It was just like right. the theme of neon. And I think neon's probably intimidating for a lot of people. Um, I think a good way to like kind of dip your toe in the water is maybe to get one neon piece, whether it's like a skirt or like a neon top or maybe a little handbag. I actually have a blog post that I did on this. I had like a neon green turtleneck and I layered it with like a hunter green. Oh, like pretty. Parka. So I did like the monochromatic deal. I think that's another easy way to do. Yes. Neon. So if you did like stick to like a more muted color of the neon. That's very true. Easier to style. I'll have so. to check that out because that sounds really cute. <laughs> and I do think, I think one neon piece, like one statement piece. Yes. If you don't want to wear like a maxi neon, high, like a highlighter colored dress. Oh. Get one piece and then see how you yes. feel about it. Dip your toes. Yes. So the next up is, I think, a piece that we can both get a little bit more on board with. And that is a Bermuda short. Yes. A little bit more modest short. <laughs> a cousin of the hot pant. <laughs> <laughs> the modest cousin of the hot pant. <laughs> I was going to say, does that make us super modest? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm no. wearing a shirt buttoned up to my right <laughs> right now. So I guess you could say I'm a modest dresser. Mm-hmm. I'm not far behind. I have a turtleneck. Yeah. On, so, uh, but I, yeah, I don't, it's just more flattering, I think, or comfortable. Oh gosh. It's got to be definitely way. I mean, I love Bermuda's. I, I can't vouch for the hot pants, but they are <laughs> way more comfortable, I would assume. <laughs> One, it almost gives you that like suiting feel. I was just about to say that. But it's like a summer suit, yes. you know? And I I don't know about you. I feel more confident when I feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm more exposed, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel as confident. No. So I think a Bermuda, Bermuda short yep. is a good like middle ground. Yes. And I think, I, I bet you it's going to be huge with the suiting, like you said. Yes. This year. Oh my God. I want to get a Bermuda short suit Ooh. with like a matching blazer. Ugh. Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna be doing some searching. Our our whole wardrobe is gonna be. (laughs) (laughs) We can take some alpha pictures together. (laughs) Okay, the next one. I don't. I don't personally know anybody who would do this, but you never know. And that is bras as tops. Um, I think. I think the people. I would like to hope the people that are a part of the. The small boob club <laughs> might get more out of it, yes. but I i mean, I don't have the biggest boobs in the world, so I, I, I feel like I could fall into that category, but I don't, I don't wish to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not judging you. I'm, I'm in the large breasted category. <laughs> and again, speaking of public indecency, this would not go well for me. That's, uh, I don't know. Oh. It could be done well, but just it's, it's very hard. I think if you did attempt to do this, you'd have to wear a blazer over top. Yeah. Or some, like, oversized jacket. That would be Something cute. to offset um, the lack of clothing yes. underneath. Yes. So it can be done. Just a little, little more difficult and thought that has to go into that. Yes. Oh, my. So, ooh, I'm kind of into this next one. The tears. So I actually, I have a piece in my closet, actually, that falls under this. So... Tiered ruffles. I'll say off the bat, I'm a pretty big fan. I think it could be done. I think it could be too ruffly. Yes. I think you'd have to do it the right way. Um, I have a really cute needle and thread dress Ooh. 
that I wore last year to the symphony opening. And it's um it's white, it's like ruffled oh, and it's tiered. Yes. I think it's a midi dress and it has a big like black bow around the waist. See, I'm all for the tiers. I think where it might be a little difficult is the pieces. Like yes. you wear a tiered skirt. I feel like that's that can tough. Make you look really a lot bigger than you actually are pretty quick. So I think it definitely, the dresses, I think is going to be a good way to go. Yes. And I think too, like I know with my needle and thread dress, there's not a lot of material under it. You know, there's not like thick layers. So it's, yes. So it's tiered, but you're not dealing with layers and layers of fabric underneath where it's billowing you out. Yeah. So the silhouette's a little bit more simple. Plus you said it has that nice belted yes. bow deal so I think if you do want to attempt the tiered look yeah having something to send you in at the middle will definitely be uh, your friend yes that sounds really cool actually yeah I, I am all for this look um I think they're showing these in very fun colors too so I definitely think I think if you're more of a feminine dresser too this could be a really big hit for you that's what I was gonna say because I personally as I spoke before, definitely like to go the tomboy route. So it's not that I'm not for this. I think it's just going to be harder for me to do it because mm-hmm. I, I don't love to wear dresses. Yes. So I, I would definitely want to try it, though. It looks really cool. So the last one on here, um, it's called 60s Wallpaper. So oh. just think of colorful, standing out prints mm. that you would see on a 60s house. I know I can I I know you would love this. I'm kind of obsessed, but I feel like a lot of people are not going to be obsessed with this. I like it. I think if it's done right, like I think you would be the poster child for oh. sharing like how to do this the right way. Oh my gosh, I buy everything. <laughs> I know Brianna's <laughs> looking at the phone right now and all these gorgeous oh pictures. Oh my gosh. I want to be at your grandma's house. <laughs> Get some inspo. <laughs> yes. So how would you like there's some crazy pieces on here. How would you wear something with kind of a crazy, colorful, bold print? Um, so I think I did it. I had a retro styled blouse that had like this old school like car print on it. Oh, I love that. And I paired it down with a suede skirt and it had like... It wasn't necessarily a print, but it had a little bit of a print to it. So it wasn't just like print to no print. Mm-hmm. So it like easily flowed. So I think if you're going to do like a super obnoxious print, it might seem hard, but mix it with like a stripe. Mm-hmm. That's A stripe's an easy thing to pair with. So maybe just to like easily flow you through yeah. the outfit instead of like a jarring like halt with yes. a plain bottom or top so not a sharp contrast yes. do something a little bit more transitional yes. from piece yes. to piece yes. I think that's good advice and I think I think sometimes these prints and things are more intimidating than they actually are yes. I think once you just put it on and have confidence that does a number on you how you look you know it's all about how you feel in these pieces yes and it's like a b testing so like if if this top doesn't look good with these pants. Try a different pants. Exactly. I mean, play around with it's it. It's just fashion. Yes. It's harmless. Yes. You can put on a new outfit have later today or tomorrow. Yeah, have fun with it. Exactly. Well, I think that's a good place to transition. So I know we talked a lot about trends in this episode, but 
I know we both have classic pieces in our closets too. Mm -hmm. So what are some fashion pieces that you love that you are never going to get rid of that kind of go beyond the trends? Uh, we already talked about it, yes. but blazers and suits. We could get a like blazers anonymous. Like we're obsessed with blazers. <laughs> if you're if you're not a fan, send us all your blazers. Please and suits. do. <laughs> I've already taken a few of my mom's. Oh my gosh, yes. With shoulder pads included. Oh, love the shoulder pads, but they just they never go out of style. I mean, you can wear them, dress them up, like we said, or dress them down. You can wear them to a fancy place. You can wear them to a casual place. You can wear tennis shoes, dressy shoes. Just there's the 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 options are endless. Exactly. I mean, I yeah, I I have at least fifteen blazers in my closet, maybe more. Mm-hmm. My mom has literally told me multiple times, like you need to stop buying blazers, but. I can't. I won't. I know. I have so many different textures, colors, prints. I think they are so timeless. 100%. I, I love um, throwing, yeah, a t-shirt on with my blazer and like maybe some denim shorts. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I wear them to like real estate appointments or whatever, blogging events. So There's just so much you can do. Yes. And so I, I think if you can invest in one piece, it's a good blazer. Oh, hands down. Hands down. Plus the structure of it too just is chic. It makes you... It just makes you look put together without Yes. Trying. I feel confident when I put a blazer on. 100%. I feel like I like am a power like businesswoman and I can do anything. Take, take on the world. Yes. <laughs> so as we know, trends are like a boomerang. They come and go. Mm-hmm. So I think anything we talked about here today, whether it's in style now or it was in style a few years ago, it's going to come back at some oh, point. Yeah. So I know some people like to sell their things. Some people like to hang on to things. So there's no set rules when it comes to fashion. I think it's kind of what you make of it. Mm-hmm. And just something we see now that's trendy might not be in style a couple years from now. But everything comes and goes. So fashion is always evolving, which is what I love about it. So thank you so much, Brianna, for coming today. Where can everybody find you? And Tell us, I know we, I talked about your blog a little bit, but your colorful style and just tell us more about what you do with your blog. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me, Olivia. This was a ton of fun. Um, but you can find me on Instagram at underscore coming in clutch or on my website, coming in Um, but basically I strive to be a destination to help creative influencer or creative introverts, sorry, um, come and kind of have some fun with fashion because I think it can be intimidating sometimes and people are boxed into a specific style and I want to help like branch out and come up with some creative different options to wear and to make you feel confident. Like maybe a suit is not something you would normally want to wear, but it makes you, it makes us feel good. So you don't know if you don't try it. So I just want to be like that cheerleader to like push people on and try new things. So. Awesome. Well, yeah, you are so, I, we become such good friends over the years through blogging and I love her style. You guys will love it too. Her Instagram's incredible. So definitely check her out. Thanks for coming on, Brianna. Uh, Thanks again, Olivia. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.